we flew uh, commercial, believe it or not, to training camp my first couple of years. When you were with the Lakers? Commercial, yes. You got Magic Johnson at LAX. <laughs> you <laughs> mentioned uh, Giannis For at real. MKE. One more suggestion on the old National Bank talk and text line. What if they said Taco Today? Oh, there you, <laughs> you go. put that for any day of the week. I like that. And on that day, maybe it's Tuesday, you get two for one. We're giving out ideas here. Yes, You're we're helping. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 712 on Wisconsin's Morning News. For how many more years will we enjoy movies with superstar Tom Hanks and the like? Forever and ever. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I smarter than you? Okay, we've been talking about AI, of course, artificial intelligence. And uh, there is a movie coming up this summer that we've been talking about, Indiana Jones, right? Yes, that I've been talking about endlessly. In that movie, Harrison Ford, for portions of it, it may not be for a long portion of the movie, but there will be sections of that movie of Harrison Ford as a young man. And how are they doing that? Well, because they just can now. They have the ability to. AI allows some of that. You can create these younger versions of someone, even if that person doesn't exist. Harrison Ford's 80 years old. I bring it up because that's something that Tom Hanks has addressed. He was in a podcast. He was discussing with Adam Buxton on the Adam Buxton podcast about how he first realized what AI could do during the Polar Express movie, which came out, what, 20 years ago? And he said in that movie, once they realized all the, the code and data that was in that, that he could actually sell himself later on. We saw that there was going to be this ability in order to take zeros and ones inside a computer and turn it into a face and a character. Now, that has only grown a billion fold since then, and we see it everywhere. And I can tell you that there is discussions going on in all of the guilds all of the agencies and all in the legal firms in order to come up with the legal ramifications of my face and my voice and everybody else's being our intellectual property. Yeah. So Hanks talked about how he could pitch seven movies and be 32 years old in all of those movies and that could be something that could be created even after he's gone. Well, he, he mentioned the words intellectual property. Correct. So who owns that? Who profits off of it? And where do those profits go? Mm -hmm. To whom do they belong? Well, I would assume the estate in some fashion. That's what they're going to argue. There's going to be arguments about who should get that. I think that's happened before when they've brought actors back in movies that, uh, when sure. that actor is already gone, where they've had to do some kind of CGI. But they're making something new, which is what's interesting here. I mean, like, you can still mimic something... Like, the generic brand, the off-brand thing in the store yeah, is based on the regular brand, but it's just generic. All the ingredients are the same, but they change the name. If I'm using the same ingredients as Eric Bilstead to create a newscast 70 years from now, it's not really you. It's the same ingredients. But it's my image and likeness, right? Well, yeah, I, all right. Okay, ah. you got me on image and likeness. So it's coming. It's happening. So legally, they're going to try to have to figure this stuff out. But you will see it. There will be actors who are gone who will now be in movies. That Generic Billstead. I've now created a thing. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sports is up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive. It's worth the trip. 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. One day after giving up 18 runs, the Brewers' bullpen comes up huge in Game 2 in St. Louis, and the Brewers use a couple of homers to defeat the Cardinals by a final score of 3-2. First offering, hard hit ball out to center. Going back is Newt Bar. Onto the warning track, to the wall, gone! Joey Weimer backspins one out of here to center, and the Brewers have tied it at two. Lane Grindle on the call right here on WTMJ as Milwaukee would secure its 24th win of the season. Wade Miley would get the start, and he would exit the game after only recording five outs due to a left lat injury. The Brewers' bullpen came in, and they held it down, only allowing a total of one run following his second inning departure. Starter goes out in second inning. I mean, you know when that happens that they're going to ask us to do a little bit more. You know, I knew when Pete went in in the seventh, it was going to be him handing the ball off to me. So it was probably going to be a four, maybe five-out save opportunity. So, you know, I was I was ready for the challenge. Devin Williams there, who pitched the final one and two-thirds inning for his sixth save of the year. It was also the longest save of his career. The Brewers will look for the series win tonight with Corbin Burns on the mound. First pitch is set for 645. Our coverage begins right here on WTMJ at 610. Over to the NBA as the Denver Nuggets survive Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals against L.A., defeating the Lakers by a final of 132-126. to Nikola Jokic recorded his sixth triple-double of the playoffs with 34 points, 21 rebounds, and 14 assists as the Nuggets grabbed the early 1-0 series lead. The NBA playoffs roll on tonight as Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals begins between Miami and Boston. Tip-off for that game is scheduled for 7.30. And lastly, the Green Bay Packers will have a new voice and a new leader this season as Jordan Love takes over for Aaron Rodgers. And according to his offensive coordinator, Adam Stenovich, the excitement around number 10 is starting to build in Green Bay. From a playbook standpoint, um, I think pretty much all of it's on the table. You know, he's been around for three years like you said and uh, you know really attacked it even last year you know you could see him coming to his own felt a lot more comfortable so this year he's really hitting it on all cylinders and uh, so I'm really excited to kind of see what he's going to bring. The first block of organized team activities for the Packers is scheduled to begin on May 22nd. Coming up you'd think someone would have thought of this before but the NBA is not now what it used to be. We're going to check in with Former uh, NBA star Tony Smith, our teammate from 1017 The Truth, on how life on the road used to be for these ball players and how a new Bucks hotel is going to make that different. That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Bucks are about to cut the ribbon on a new hotel. They'll do that tomorrow, right across the street from Pfizer Forum in Deer District. They're calling it the Trade Milwaukee. It's not only high-end, but it's actually going to cater to some of the major performers and athletes who will be doing their work right across the street. Rooftop restaurant, more than 200 rooms and suites, and then some of them designed to better fit athletes in particular. Think about how tall some of these guys are. Look at the bench of our NBA stars or when they're out there on the floor. Don't get a sense of that unless you actually go out and see it in person. Right, right? you realize they are 6'11". Because they're standing amongst feet. themselves, right. You get close to the floor there at Pfizer Forum and stand around some of these guys. They're really super tall. They're big people. What must that be like for them to try to fit into a standard bed in a standard hotel room on the road? We've got some perspective on that from my fellow Wauwatosis High School alumnus and Marquette star, former NBA player Tony Smith. So, Tony, when you hear that this fancy new hotel that teams are going to be staying in right across from Fiserv Forum, going to have nice big beds and all these 
Luxo accommodations. It's not how that's not how it was when you played. No, I'm thinking. First thing I'm thinking is it's about time. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even tall. I mean, obviously to you, sir, I'm a little tall. But I'll, t- I'll take that. I'll own listen, that. In, in 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 the basketball world, though, I'm super short. As a matter of fact, when I was out in public in L.A. when I played, people were amazed at how tall I was. They'd be like, wow, you're that tall? Well, I'm on the court with giants. So of course I look small. So I look like a small guy. And when I went to the hotels, there was sometimes my feet would hang off the bed. And I'm not even that big. And I'm thinking, man, uh, my, my teammate here, uh, Sam Perkins, who's 6'11", Eldon Campbell, who's 7 feet, they're their calves got to be off the bed. I mean, my feet are just <laughs> off the bed. Their whole calves got to be off the bed. So the hotels, no accommodations, really. The world's not made for big people. You guys got it made. I mean, you got all the clothes. <laughs> That's whatever. true. We got all the clothes. <laughs> I mean, we're we're fly. I mean, we we flew uh, commercial, believe it or not, to training camp. My first couple of years. When you were with the Lakers? Commercial, yes. You got Magic Johnson at LAX. <laughs> you imagine uh, Giannis For at real. MKE. With his carry ever? Did he right. have a little roll bag yeah, wait, behind wait. him? He's got to sit on a regular seat on a plane. I don't even care if you got exit row. If you're that big, that ain't helping much. Wow. We're at to Hawaii? To Hawaii, and that's not a short flight. <laughs> no. So this is the kind of stuff we had to deal with. There was nothing back then. Uh, and I can't believe it's 2023, and now you're talking about finally, oh, we're going to get a bigger bed. So, but that's going to be huge, though. I mean, it's, it sounds like everything's going to be bigger, so it's going to be more accommodating to the taller person. So I, you would like to think that most NBA we're teams gonna, now are going to jump at that. We're going to have higher sinks, too. Yeah. we got to keep bending over all the way to the sink. Talking with Marquette star Tony Smith, NBA star, and, of course, sweet alma mater, Wauwatosa yeah. East, one of my fellow alumni, about how it was. We were talking about the chairs, too. Like, now you have a nice spot for the players, these Oh, play, yeah. These chairs the that the fit bench. them when they're right. on the bench. Back then, I talked about seeing Manute Bowl play at the arena. That cat's knees were up past his ears. Well, I, He's just sitting on some folding yeah, chair, I, I, whatever I think, they used I, to bring out. I think Phil Jackson started that with the. He's got that big pad yeah. that, that he puts down, so he doesn't have to like bend all the way down. It's. A, I mean, it's a low seat. I mean, like I said, the the world's just built for smaller people. And I'm thinking even like I I never go to games now. People are always like you you go to the Bucks games. Like no, I'm not going to the Bucks game. I uh, probably wouldn't go to Marquette games if I wasn't up in the box doing the games because the seats are not made for big people. And again, I am not that big. <laughs> I'm six three, dude. Can you imagine someone six eight trying to sit in a regular seat? But why didn't like why did it take so long? I guess for I mean I know the economics uh, of the association have changed certainly, but why did it take so long to realize we've got these Cadillac athletes here? We need them to perform at the highest level possible. Maybe we should take care of their bodies a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, what you, you're talking about hotels, right? The hotel chains. Why don't they make uh, beds bigger for bigger people? Because there aren't that many bigger people that's the problem so they're not going to cater to the minorities they're going to cater to the masses and most of the people are not that tall and they don't need extra beds but you would think that they would say okay if you can fit in a regular bed no problem what's the problem with making it a little bit bigger you just need a few inches on the bed i mean you work with whoever manufactures your bed for if you're a big marriott to say hotel chain you got a lot of buying power bro you said hey we need some extended beds for all of our properties Boom, right? You're in right there. Just then, offer it, right, then, yeah. Right, and then when the NBA teams and, and not only the NBA, football, like there's a lot right. of like volleyball teams, there's a lot of athletes that travel that are bigger people, and if you can offer that to them, like, hey, we we have longer beds. I can get you two queens, I can get you king, or I can get you NBA bed. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, it's a NBA different bed. choice. Awesome. The NBA bed. suite. I love Tony's spinning. Well, you got it good here, being a short dude. Thanks, Yeah, Tony. it's easier yep. for us. <laughs> right. 
want to tell you about this because it's available right now. Annex Wealth Management's webinar. It's called, stick with me here, The Inflation and Rate Hikes and Bears. Oh, my. It's now available in full. It's up on the website, WTMJ.com. Wisconsin's Afternoon News host, John Mercure, along with Annex Wealth Management's Dave Spano. They're talking about the current economic climate, how you can plan best for your financial future. So you just go to the Features tab on WTMJ.com, or you can just text the word Annex, that's A-N-N-E-X, to the Old National Bank talk and text line. That is 855-616-1620. And we'll get you the Annex Wealth Management's newest webinar, The Inflation and Rate Hikes and Bears. Oh, my. Brewers get a win in St. Louis. We'll talk about it with Jeff Levering next on Brewers 360. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. One day after giving up 18 runs, the Brewers' bullpen comes up huge in Game 2 in St. Louis, and the Brewers used a couple of homers to defeat the Cardinals by a final score of 3-2. to two. The Brewers will look for the series win tonight with Corbin Burns on the mound. First pitch is all set for 6:45. Our, our coverage begins right here on WTMJ at 6:10. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive. And on Wednesdays, we are joined by Brewers play-by-play man Jeff Levery. Get him a cup of water. You betcha, buddy. What's happening, Level? <laughs> Good morning, guys. That was a fun moment on Sunday, wasn't it? It was. So let me ask you about this, though. Inexplicably, you have what happened on Monday night there in St. Louis. Brewers end up giving up 18 runs. You have Freddie Peralta starting, and it looks like, okay, this is great. This sets up well for us. You know, St. Louis is last place in the standings, and we've got Freddie Peralta throwing for us, and we end up in an 18-run blowout where we put up one run. Then, yesterday, sure disaster, right? Starter Wade Miley goes not hardly at all into the game. He's out and injured. And this is the game we won. That's baseball. Yeah, baseball is a funny sport. Um, you know, you thought everything was going to be groovy, like you said, on Monday. Um, and then Freddie Peralta, who, who pitched pretty well, except for one bad mistake to to Nolan Arenado in the first inning. Uh, and then yesterday, Wade Miley goes out. Who knows how long he's going to be out with that lat injury. Those are really tricky, especially for pitchers. Um, he's at least going on the injured list. He goes in the inning two-thirds in the bullpen. It was just unbelievable last night, covering seven and a third, giving up just one run. Devin Williams gets his first five-out save of his career. A couple of big hits by Joey Weimer and Brian Anderson. And, and here you go. It's a three, two victory. I mean, that's it's baseball. It's a funny sport. Anything can happen on any given night. Um, and, and I'm glad the Brewers were able to, to come away and you get a chance to win a series this evening. Hey Jeff, walk me through this situation with Aaron judge. I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the clip he's batting against the blue Jays and some of the blue Jay announcers noticed that as he's about to take a pitch, his eyes dart and look into his dugout and then look back at the pitch when it's coming in and they're like, wow, how is he? That's what, what's he looking at? Huh? And then he hits a home run. So the conspiracy theorist would say that so he was, for sure he's yeah, cheating. He's cheating. <laughs> but like for me, like what really gets me is like, I, I can't imagine taking my eyes off a pitch, you know, right before the, you know, to look someplace else and then look back at the ball. I've never heard of that before where someone's eyes would dart around as they're about ready to take a 98 mile per hour fastball. Yeah. There's a lot going on in that clip. And, and, Listen, there's so much noise that's going on. Uh, I remember a few years ago with the Astros and the the beating on the trash cans and all that kind of stuff to to signal pitches. 
Uh, listen to that. I'm not sure what, what's going on. I know Aaron Judge said that, uh, that he just heard something coming out of the dugout, and that's what made him look. Um, yeah, I've, I see eyes dart all over the place. If you see a fast runner, as the, not necessarily as the pitch is coming in, you see somebody at the plate, and they take a little peek and see where the third baseman is, see if they want to lay down a bunt. That happens quite a bit, but yeah. it doesn't usually happen right before the pitch comes. Um, so I'm, it's, it's very, it's very interesting to see what's, what's going to come, what's going to transpire of it. I think I saw last night in the middle of the game, there's like third base coach gate where the third base coach is not standing in the box, <laughs> but there are no third base coaches that stand in the box either, especially with these hitters. They're, they're kind of third base coach extended. That's fine. I mean, look at, look at a third base coach next time a runner's at second base. He's essentially in the hitter's back pocket. He just wants to get that angle. So, I mean, that, that's an arbitrary thing. An umpire, if they got a little crazy hair, can call that anytime they want to. I'm really not looking, looking into the whole Aaron Judge, looking into the dugout situation. It's weird. It's a risky play, um, but uh, to each their own. Not sure if uh, this has made its way through the major league circuit yet, but uh, Brandon Snide here, his kids play, what, 13-year-old baseball? Yep. The kids missed the uh, Monday game. They we were, were doing yeah, we were family a little, stuff. A little vacation. Got an email. Three players suspended and three coaches suspended for... <laughs> Holy cow. For what? what arguing with the umpires. <laughs> arguing within each other and players going after... Or, excuse me, coaches or fans going after players. There's, there's a lot of movie pieces what? here. Oh man, I thought you. Okay, well, going after players and umpires, I understand that. I was. I thought you, your players were suspended because you were missing games. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, I'm sure that's, that's a, a little serious. Kid? I'm demand. sure that's happened though. <laughs> we're going for a championship here in U13. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, kids, you're not allowed to play again because you missed a week. Commitment's commitment. You got to stay firm. <laughs> I don't Brutal. care where your family went on vacation. Jeff Levering, yeah, Brewers play-by-play yeah, play, man. Make it go. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. We'll talk again next week. Level. Thanks. Uh, uh, you got it. See you guys. We got Mark Tauscher up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Ready. Idea man. A W E S O M E. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Totally innovative. Just listening to the high school band with the tuba players. It brings a huge smile back to my face. And Packers Hall of Famer. It's time for Tausch. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Tausch, I know you like Eric and I are fascinated by artificial intelligence and where this is all going. So I've got a story for you and then one of the reactions that we took on the talk and text line. So the story today is, yeah, this guy who's the CEO of OpenAI testifying before Congress. Chat GPT guy, yep. And he's basically giving them the warning that we've been talking about. Like, hey, this is almost already out of our control. We're going to need you guys to step in and regulate us. And that next election, forget about it. <laughs> so, Tausch, we get this text on the old National Bank talking text line, and we were talking about that, and Tom Hanks is talking about how they're going to make movies starring him after he's dead using AI. And someone texted, if we can do that with AI, why not just artificially recreate all-time NFL all-star teams to play every Sunday? Huh. That's... uh. 
I'm sure that's something that maybe AI can do. The the thing that scares, I think, a lot of us is the fact that this is just getting started and it's already freaky good, and we don't know where and how far it's going to go. If Tom Hanks is saying that you're going to be able to do movies with him and, uh, and the football and all that, it really is going to come down to what are we going to do as actual living human beings. Uh, from an entertainment standpoint and everything else, that's the part that I think should freak everybody out. But And one of the weird things for me, you know, I don't, you go to a lot of uh, cocktail parties and charity events and things like that. This has become the go-to conversation topic. It's what everybody wants to talk about because nobody really knows what this is going to end up doing and how it's going to affect everybody. What could that look like? I mean, would it just be like a super Xbox or something, like a Madden 360, but like – super tricked out where you're putting in the ingredients of some of the all-time greats. You got Ray Nitschke out there and some of these other guys. And then you know the specs of them. You put it into the computer, and then they just play out a game. Yeah, I don't know if it could get to that point. You see those, uh, I think it's Boston uh, Technology Institute, where you got these robots doing push-ups and backflips. I don't know, (laughs) because you still, I don't think it's, you know, the thing with AI is you just plug a bunch of information in and then people can create and, you know, assess different outcomes. I don't think it can ever get to the point where you're going to bring back Ray Nitschke and he's going to be roaming the middle of the field for the Green Bay Packers. I don't think that's where it's at, but again... That's the part that I think nobody really fully understands because nobody's done it yet. But recording artists, actors, movies, radio shows, all of this stuff is you guys could compile what you just did the first two, three hours of your show, and it could be recreated, and they could probably punch things in. You guys could take the day off tomorrow, and artificial intelligence could put on your show. I want to see Tauscher Robot. Build Tauscher Robot with all the Tauscher intelligence. Really good at pickleball. (laughs) Really good at pickleball and perfect knees, Tausch. Uh, The knees and shoulders uh, would be nice if that, if, now, say that's the plus side of this that we probably aren't putting as much time and nervousness into. But I think as we see with Elon Musk and the guy you just were talking about, I don't think we all fully understand it, and that's what freaks everybody out. See, you then would just be sitting in your virtual chair, just a, a bowl of jelly there, but while your brain thinks yeah. you're in the new Tauscher body, and you're running all over the pickleball court, and you're crushing everything. Dude, that's freaky. Right behind Brandon, <laughs> there just showed up a bowl. As you said, that bowl of jelly thing. Yeah.